0: All right, I still can't find a way to add people onto this, and it's making me upset. I'm probably gonna have to find another podcast platform if I can't bring my homies on. But it is what it is. So just sitting at home working, uh, starting my new job. It's pretty cool, you know. But I think one of the things that's and everybody's talking about relationships and everything because it's it's a high talking point and. One of the fears that I've talked to my guy friends and one of the things that we kind of all agree on is that like there's no because we try to remain objective about everything. Absolutely objective. There's no real reason objectively or incentive for a woman to be loyal to you as a dude. Because in a marriage, she can be like, hey, you know what? I want something new. Or I just don't want you anymore. For any reason, she can just take off. Whether she takes off with half your shit or all of your shit or, you know, three-fourths of your shit, she can take off. And there's no real ramifications to it because just society. Now, again, I'm not it's a gift and a curse if you're abusing your wife or you're cheating and stuff like that you're just not holding up your end of a bargain it is what it is but it also could just be like it's a low point to where you two just aren't getting along and i think as a guy it's like especially now it's it's weird today because all a lot of us are older and none of us are getting into our first or second relationship so people bring in baggage And so by the time you hit 26, 27, 28, you've had enough fucked up relationships where you stayed too long when things were really bad. And so anytime things look like they're kind of bad, you're out of there, gone, super speed away, bucko. And it's like, there's never gonna really be a system for a backlash. Not saying that there should be all the time, but just like you, like your husband, like are you, I was watching on Divorce Court and it's like, yeah, I'm leaving this baby because he would cook too much. I, I'd gain a whole bunch of weight. I was like, maybe if it's TV, like, sure it could be, you know, she's just hamming it up for the fucking cameras. But it could be like, oh, you're just too nice. Like, oh, I just don't respect. Like, it's just unhappy means so many different things and it depends why we're unhappy but it's like my big fear is that anytime there's a low point because now with especially with social media her options are right there so we may not be agreeing on shit or we may not be seeing out of eye there still could be love there and you can still love this person but it's like well this well he doesn't make enough money for me Well, this guy is saying that he'll make enough and uh, he'll pay for all the trips and all I have to do is show up and be pretty and have sex with him every once in a while. Like that's going to look like a better deal. And obviously, since we're humans in a capitalistic society, we're always looking for the better deal. Probably not always a better value, but it's it's really hard to differentiate between a better deal and a better value. And I think that's the that's one of the kickers is that it's like at any given point during the, low, like you have to make sure the relationship just stays positive and good and growing all the time and you never disagree and you never say because she could just bounce. And you could really, really like this person. It's like, we just don't see how to eye on some things. That doesn't mean we don't work as a couple. That doesn't mean we don't work as a team, but just, like, we just don't see eye to eye on some things. But she can be with the dude who agrees with her on everything. And I think that's a fear for a lot of guys, too, It's like, I could really like this person, but somebody with a better deal can come along and snatch my bitch. I don't mean to say bitch, but, like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a fucking fear. Like, damn... Well I make eighty thousand dollars a year. Well this guy makes a hundred thousand dollars a year. Or well, he makes two point five thousand two point two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. Like I'm six feet. Well he's six four. Well like you know, my my weights gonna get up there. Well he's got he's six four with abs and, and muscles. <laughs> like shit. And so there's a lot of a lot of anxieties because guys like it's not I'm on, on a real in a real way most guys are not gonna leave chicks for just no fucking reason, even if they have options like ah I'm getting sex, shit's cool, and especially because we don't have a we don't have a lot of our options throwing themselves at us. A girl may think we're cute, that's one thing, but it's highly unlikely that a girl who thinks you're cute is going to throw herself at you on a daily basis for decades on end. For almost, like, Facebook's been around for almost two decades. It started in 2004. 2003, 2004. I've been on Facebook for 18 years. Steadily fucking 17 years. Since 06. And a bunch of other people who are millennials are in my, you know... Age range have as well. So it's like, alright, bet. And so because guys know, like, I there's no girl that I talk to that I know talks to no one else but me. I'm not dumb. I'm not hating on her. I get it. We're not together, that's cool. And they're always gonna be there's always gonna be offers. Like you gotta think of your girl, you know, she's cute enough, and that is fucking arbitrary. I like Google or like Facebook or like a job where everybody fucking wants to work at. So they're always going to be hollering at, it. Just trying to get at her. And there's nothing you can really fucking do about it, bro. Like, it's you just got to eat that L. And I think what happens is guys, for after time and time again, just losing out to dudes who are better, who she feels is a better option, even if they aren't. You kind of get jaded, and I see why a lot of guys, and not even just the financial uh, demands of a lot of, not a lot, but a lot of the girls that they may chase after, but the body, body demands, like, there's a lot of dudes who are 5'4 and just stubby and probably really good in a relationship, but she just, bro, you don't, y'all don't look good in the picture together, and that could really fuck with you. Like, I'm very lucky that I'm 6'1". Like, I'm very lucky that I'm 6'1". Because that eliminates some of it. Like, I can... If I, I'm focusing back in the... Gym, like, I can get back like, all right, back, cool. The only thing somebody will have over me is money. But that's still a thing, dude. Just like, yo, this nigga's willing to fucking take her to Peru and Japan and all this other shit. And I'm just not. And then it causes this anxiety... And it's self-fulfilling prophecy. Like, well, my girl doesn't. I know there's better options out there for her. And so you kind of resent her and resent yourself for it. So you don't kind of grow. And it'll ruin a lot of relationships. I've seen it happen. She's like, yeah, man, she just wanted somebody, you know, with more money. Like, I get it. I understand that. But it's like. But again, there's no incentive for her to not choose to do with more money. Like girls going over to Dubai or any getting flued out at all. Local dudes can't compete with that unless you live in that city. That's got to fuck with you. That has got to fuck with you. But these dudes, I'm talking about the passport bros, (coughs) they participate in their own level of hypergamy. They go to places where girls are mad poor and all the women are more traditional and yada, yada, yada. Like, no, you're taking chicks from that local dude. (coughs) He knows he has nothing, but... Being a genuine person, maybe some really good dick, fun time, and cultural connection, but like, damn, I can't compete. The nigga come over here with a million fucking reais. This reais, I think, is Portuguese. It's Brazilian money, Brazilian dollars. You know what I'm saying? Going to Dominican Republic, going to Haiti, going to fucking the islands. Them niggas can't compete with what you got, <clears throat> and so. Or you go to Saudi or like India or any of these places. So now they have one less girl, and they become upset and mad about it. And then it just creates this cauldron of everybody looking for the best possible uh, benefits. <clears throat> but that's my fear, dude. Is like, yo, because every time there's been a lull in a relationship, even if we can work through it, we've always just fucking crashed out. <clears throat> And it's like, well, why am I going through the law with this dude when I go when I can start new with this whole other person? Or I can do this thing where I don't have to worry like I or, you know, I may not go with the law because the reason we're going through a law is that he doesn't make enough money. Well this guy makes a hundred thousand dollars he makes or he has a bunch of hustles where he's got money coming in a bunch of different ways. Why not get with him? So, yeah, dude, it's a, it's a huge anxiety. Like, especially not while I'm hesitant to get in relationships, but just, like, bro, that's going to be in the back of my head. Like, bro, as soon as our first, like, I may say something wrong or do something wrong. It may not even fucking be intentional. Just being goofy or just not knowing, just not reading the room, being a human. Like, fuck, this perfect dude online never says the wrong thing. He always has the right opinions. Yeah, everything. So it's just, like. It is is a weird anxiety. And I think most guys don't have the luxury to be picky enough to go away from the girl that treats them the best. But I'll be back. Yo. So, lately, I've been digesting a lot of, uh, I guess you could say, red pill content. Not that I would consider myself that anymore, but... I've been thinking on this shit a lot. And these motherfuckers always talk about women being accountable and women's standards and they're going to end up lonely and everything else. Bro, I would never tell a girl to lower standards. I never tell a girl to lower standards, expectations, nothing. Here's why. Not that the world's not going to do that on their own, on its own. But like when you tell a chick that and you're not who she wants to date. You might as well be talking to concrete, nigga. You might as well pull up to a brick wall and start spitting your hardest riddance. Or come off the top. Because here's the situation: Why would a woman of any attractive level, attractiveness level, lower her standards when there are dudes? either every day in real life or in their inbox in a plethora of fucking social media pages or social media sites telling them how they would give them everything they want. And so you can be a great guy, perfect. She can be really attracted to you. Here's a kicker. If she can get a better deal... Or even a slightly better deal, or even the same deal, but just from a different dude. Cause no dude, no two dudes are the same. She, she's, why would you tell her not to take it? How does that help her? Especially if there's no kids involved. It's like how people have two jobs instead of just working one job longer. Whatever needs that they want to get mad or lifestyle that they want to live, live, that's kind of how it breaks down, bro. And what it is, like, nigga, are you? And, it, and it's one of those things where, like these these red pill dudes are not telling these guys, these men, the truth. And it's a fucked up truth, but it's an and it's an inconvenient truth. Um, some of you niggas are not gonna have kids. Some of you niggas are never gonna have a family. Some of you niggas are never going to uh, propagate your never your your bloodline ends with you bro it ends with you and if your brother's not getting any pussy neither your sister's not catching it like dog it's 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 a rapski and at the end of the day literally in five billion years the sun's gonna blow up and probably four billion years it's gonna be too hot for anyone to live so everybody's bloodline runs out eventually that's just facts It's daunting, horrible But in the marathon You know, some people may not last Like, my grandfather Like, so my grandfather's Nephew Doesn't have Any kids And my grandfather's niece Or grandniece or whatever Yeah, like, cause his brother has he's like One of his daughters is autistic to where like she doesn't speak. You know, and I'm not dissing my my cousin and I'm not gonna say her name, but like there's no there's nothing coming from there. (laughs) There's nothing coming from there. And it sucks. But like, that's it. The, the Hill line dies with my uncle and his son. Already on my, on my grandfather's side from him because he had all girls. He had all girls. All of us took our father's names, last names. My sister has my dad's last name. I have my dad's last name, obviously different dads if you listen to me, and my cousins have their father's last name. So the bloodline will continue, the name won't. But my bloodline will get At least get another generation now Because I have my kids And I'm pretty sure out of the five One of the motherfuckers Is going to fuck around and have a kid I'm pretty sure it's Trey Like Trey has a Has a Has a better bead on Being the one that's going to be able to get girls Q's this is not in him yet He's, He'll probably be a late bloomer Or if it never happens It doesn't mean I don't love my son But it's just like my bloodline will continue and my grandfather's will but the name not continuing and the bloodline not continuing is a different fucking mode bro that's a different realization and that's not something you really think about as a parent but just like these red pill dudes are not telling these guys the fucking truth. If a girl has had, and, and and I'm telling you, do not listen to them when they say, oh, nobody talks to me, no one's in my DMs. Get the entire fuck out of here. I know you're attractive. You know you're attractive. The entire world knows you're attractive. Now, how attractive you are, again, it's fucking arbitrary. But at the end of the day, I say that a lot, you know that there's you have options. You just can choose to take him or not i just can't find a guy to treat me right no you need to parse that when you just can't find a guy that you're attracted to to treat you right that's different there's a bunch of guys who would be willing to treat you right but you choose to not get with those guys and i'm not faulting for it i'm not saying it's a bad thing i'm being, being a fucking objective and I think what happens is all those dudes talking about, like, oh, a girl will get ran through in her teens and 20s and her 30s, and then she wants to settle down. Nigga, you'll still wipe this bitch. Shut the fuck up. A lot of you motherfuckers will still c- take that. That's how it breaks down, bro. Like, it, you don't have to lie. It's okay to, like, you don't, you're fronting. Because all of these dudes will date Amber Rose. All of these dudes will take Brittany Renner. All of these dudes to take them. Someone's still with Holly Berry, and she fights niggas. That's a thing. She's she's been toxic as fuck. It's noted. Someone would still date Jada Pink. Someone would still date and marry Jada Pinkett. They would sign up for that. It's like, oh, that's just the society it is, man. Like women can just do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. They've always been able to do the fuck what the fuck they want as far as choosing after you got past fucking chattel chattel slavery, but they probably had side dudes too. But with the pill and with no fault divorce, bro, that's that's how the game is. But that's in the last 50 some odd years. Since the beginning of civilization, women have kind of been stuck. And so if they want to make up for lost time for the next century or two, hey, it is what it is. And it's like, these dudes talk about passport bros. I'm just going to go to another land and find me a woman. Okay, cool. But now you are participating in the same hypergamy that you bemoan in an area where these niggas can't compete. If you make three dollars a day, or if you're in the Dominican Republic, if you're in Haiti, if you're in Brazil, parts of Brazil or Chile or fucking any place where it's Africa, where it's the the islands, where it's slim pickings for good jo- uh, dudes with uh, high paying jobs or high enough paying jobs. <laughs> that's how it, that's how it goes, Cletus. Now those guys have less girls to pick from. And you're participating in the same hypergamy that you bemoan. Wow, women are hypergamous. They've always been like that, G. And that's one of the also one of the talking points that I hate these that these niggas always fucking try to use. Like, bro, this is not feminism for chicks being hypergamous. That is literally just female nature. The reason is because biologically, you pick the strongest, uh, or the person who can provide the best resources And if it, he just happens to be Genetically the best Alright cool For your young Animals do this shit A male zebra Kills the old male zebra Knocks off all of his kids You know what the female zebras do? Capitulate Male lion Male wolves Like you have to That's just, it's, That's the world It's competition Some of those male wolves will not further their fucking line because they're either not strong enough to take down the wolf in their pack, which, again, that's incest, or they're not not strong enough to take down a wolf in any other pack. So it's like, because we're not sexually dimorphic, women have now have the chance to be like well some dude that I just kind of had to get with because we lived in the same small town and it was either that or and I couldn't own property and I couldn't get my own credit card and they don't want to fucking hire me and I can't live by myself I guess I'll shack up with Gary and Gary just kind of happened to be around and he whittled his way into her heart and he was nice and like you know what he's a good man yeah but that that's not who she fucking wanted but then the pill came around and no-fault divorce. Like, yo, I'm hot. I'm out. I'm hot. I'm out here. And trust me, I've been the, I've, I've been the, not victim, but I've, I've caught an L with a chick being hypergamous. It is what it is. I've also been the one that a chick has chose based on what I could do. Like, bro, I used, I was in the club scene. I had a with a lot. Of, I'm pretty sure a lot of niggas girls. Whether I knew or not, like some nigga thought that this was his girl. She led him to believe, and she's on my dick. It's it's part of the game, player. Like, it's not fun. And I hate that guys are going through this shit, and no one's really giving them any guidance on how to negotiate. Just all, no, just get rich, get fit. All right, nigga, if you're in a fucking wheel, you can't do that and I'll just be super confident and everything like bro not everybody can fucking do that like there's you can't really if you're a dude who lives in fucking even Columbus, Ohio and some nigga from fucking Dubai or Miami or New York is saying he'll fly your boo thing out that's not your boo thing but you want to be your boo thing you can't compete with that my nigga that's not your story You can't compete with that You cannot compete with that Like That sucks That is one of the suckiest things about this shit One of the suckiest things about dating now Is that it is so transactional And those who have are winning, and those who don't have are not. And there's that's not changing. Well, wait till the World Cup goes, guys, and all this monetary and all this feminism shit's gonna go away. No, it's not. There's still gonna be hypergamous, bro. And I and I said this before, maybe on early episodes, but like the dudes really talking like, "Well, feminism let these women have sex with whoever," and the pills like, bro. If it wasn't for feminism in the sexual revolution, you would be getting no cheeks. Like you wouldn't even be in a candidate. You wouldn't even be a candidate anyway. Because they're still going after the the dudes who could provide. You can't like. Like you don't have. I don't think you have the facilities for that big man. Big shot. That's a big shot. But yeah, dude, like I said, I've been very fortunate to be born and to have the genetic code that I'm six feet. My face is eh, more symmetrical than not. And I'm a pretty, like, I don't know, I've been through things that I'm good with people, but that's not Everybody. And I'll be feeling bad for dudes. Because there are a lot of good men who listen to these dudes and a lot of young kids who are going through troubles. And it's like, damn, some dude in Instagram. Like, because back when I was in school, you really only had to worry about niggas you went to school with. Or dudes in the surrounding towns. So it's like a 5, 10 mile radius. You can kind of compete. Cause you at least see the girl every day. Like some of the girls are, oh no, my boyfriend don't go here. He goes like, all right, well, bitch, you're not hanging out with him. You can kind of whittle your way in. But what it is, now with social media, your girl can get snatched by anybody. And for the dudes who can, it just gotta, you know, pick themselves up. Get, you know, get the body type and have a chance to get some money, you can do it. But for the dudes who physically can't do it dude's just socially awkward and there's nothing wrong with being socially awkward but just like that social awkwardness can can kill off your family <laughs> and that's a sad sad state of affairs dude like we haven't about we have an influx of broken, lonely men. And I've said this before. I think we need to just go ahead and legalize. And not just legalize but encourage dudes who can't get girls any other way to use prostitutes. Have them do something with all this built up energy and sexual frustration. Like, oh no, that's like for the morality of it. So do you want these motherfuckers being school shooters or mass shooters? Because a lot of the dudes doing these mass shootings aren't fucking. They have no access to someone that cares about Like, hey, man, calm the fuck down. You don't need to shoot up this Walmart. No one goes on a fucking... Shooting rampage after getting their dick sucked. Or fucking. It. It's fucking weird, man. But it is, it's a sad fucking state of affairs that a lot of these guys will never organically feel the loving touch of another human being. And that shit'll fuck with you, even if you aren't like when I was in Oregon. I hadn't hugged anybody in a romantic sense like that I cared about. And that was fucking with me. Cause then I think it's too like relative loneliness. If you're just out here by yourself, it is what it is. But like if you're starving and you see other people starve, and you're if everybody around you starving, all right, bet I'm starving. Or if you're starving, you don't see anybody, you're starving. But if you're starving and then you see every day a fucking smorgasbord going on right in front of you, be it your phone, like virtually or anywhere else, like right in front of you, that's going to fuck with you way more. Because, like, why aren't I doing that? Why aren't I getting that? Like, I'll say this too. like, fucking, I used to watch professional porn not kind of like the amateur stuff whenever i feel the urge but like you would see these dudes dicks it's like god dang my dick is not that fuck it doesn't look like a baby leg or a baseball bat like fuck i'm never going to get pussy because i don't have muscles like that and i don't have a fucking 10 inch dick like, uh, so I'm looking at my shit. And even though my shit's a good size, but if no one's telling you, no, this is a fine size. Your size is great. You can do a lot of work with this. Your confidence is shot. Like, I'll never have hair like him. I'll never have muscles like him. I just won't. And so guys watch, and they realize, especially back when I was coming up, like, damn, these niggas are professionals. The Lexington Steel's the the... Oh, I'm I just on Lexus Steel because I saw a fucking interview with him and DJ Vlad or Mr. Marcus or whatever, like professional porn dudes cracking cheeks in a real way. It's like, damn, the only way I'm going to make a girl come is if my dick's massive. And if you have nothing to fucking you have nothing to compare it to. Or someone telling you different, like, dude, yeah, having a 12-inch is not going to work for most girls. You're looking at this beauty- this girl that you're fucking attracted to, getting railed by this dude she's attracted to, but has a dick bigger than yours, and so you think, I'm never going to be able to get a girl of that, pr- of that prettiness. Like, my dick's too small. And that ate at me for a while Till I was like, I think the first time a girl said that I had a pretty decent-sized dick, I was like 19 or 20. I'd had sex before, but like, I don't think they have much to compare it to, but you've been with a girl who had enough fucking history. And I'm not knocking girls with history, but just like, bro, what the fuck? Like, I'm, I'm not packing anything. And that fucks with you. And these guys are getting fucked with. You look and you like, damn, I have a four inch penis when it's hard. I don't, I live, at, or I live alone, like, or I have roommates. No girls checking for me. Like, I'm invisible. It's not even that they don't like me. It's that they're apathetic. And that'll fucking eat at you. And these red pill dudes aren't telling these little niggas this. I mean little niggas as in like dudes growing up. Like that's not how life is. We're not encouraging dudes to be dope. We're just encouraging dudes to have the trappings of dopeness. And they're fucking losing. They're trying to manufacture that shit. like, I'm going to just get money. Like, all right cool. And then what? If after you fuck, she don't want to kick it with you. What is it? So it's like, you know, I feel bad for these niggas. I'm finna go to the gym cause I know I don't feel great when I'm chunky. So, but I feel bad for these niggas, bro. I root for them. I want the best for them. I truly fucking do. And I don't think they're going to get it. Because so many motherfuckers are trying to make money off their misery and anger. You're sad. Let me tell you why these bitches suck and they're going to end up alone with cats. They're not. Like, if a girl ends up alone with cats, like, yeah, but you'd still take that girl. You'd still take her in a second. Like, oh, man, she's a hoe. She's for the streets. You would wife her. If she gave you an inkling to be with her. All these girls that you are just shitting on them. oh well, no one's going to want them. Someone's going to fuck with them from ages 18 to probably even 70 now, bro. Social media. There's probably a 70-year-old woman on social media right now, not even showing sexy shit, but she's single and looks like she's having a good time and niggas in her inbox waiting to drop off dick. And or relationship. And so that's why I said, like, why should these women change their standards? Why? We're not going to be the one to change it for. We're not going to be. If a girl is not fucking with you saying, man, you need to lower your standards. Or you need to get rid of some of these expectations for what? Let them sit in that because eventually it'll hit them. But like also it's like oh shit this whatever i want is not available or is it, is only wanted to fuck with me to fuck and that's kind of what it is they just if her level if it's a, a chick who's 5'4 180 and she's been tearing down ohio state or blue jacket player or crew players left or clippers players left and right columbus clippers shouts to them that's she feels that's her level or I only want to date a guy who makes $200,000 a year or more because dudes who are either making $200,000 a year or lying and saying that they make $200,000 a year and then tricking like they're making that much, uh, are fucking her. So she's going to keep thinking that she's going to keep thinking that's her level. And that may not be the level of people want to be with her, but that'll be the level of people want to fuck her. And that's and after a while, the, that, that's the perception. So, I really... I'll probably touch more on this later. I'm finna, like I said, i finna go to the gym. I, I'll be back. Yo. So, I'm currently at my parents' house um, watching my sister's dog. Why doesn't my sister watch her dog, you say? Well, because... I don't know. I don't know. She works a lot. She shouldn't have got a dog, but she got a dog. And now... We are all foster parents, which is cool. Berkey, she's a good dog. I am writing lyrics for an EP. I don't want to call it a mixtape or something, but just it is what it is. And I haven't written. Always have something going. Like, when I hear a beat or something that speaks to me, I feel the desire to write to it. And now that I have a mechanism to record, I'm gonna. Uh, uh, Excuse me. Hey, puppy. And I like rapping. Like I do. Like I really do. Mostly because I'm good at it. In a sense, I know how to do it. Whether people like it or not, two totally different things. But I'm pretty good at it. I know how to write a beat. And that's really half the battle. I know how to come up with stuff. But it's like It's different for me because I've never been cool. I've never done anything that could be characterized. as I've I've probably done cool stuff. But I don't think anyone would ever be like, he's on the vanguard of coolness. Because I'm not. And I'm fine with that. Like, I have no qualms. Like, I'm not mad at it at all. You know? It's just not cool. But hold on, I'll type in later. Okay, I'm back. Um, I was going to talk about some other shit, but fuck it. That cool shit can kind of wait. <laughs> um, yeah, I love my fucking podcast. I keep... So if you're going to talk about conspiracy theories... And a lot of people talk about population control, population control, population control. Like the elites want to get the, for some odd reason, everybody big brain knows the number is 500 million or 550 million, 250 million, enough they can control, whatever. Um, I don't think COVID was population control. And if and again, I'm, what I'm saying is throwing out a conspiracy. I'm not trying to be nefarious. I'm just throwing this shit the fuck out there. So say you do want to get the population under 250 million. Cool. Or a billion, whichever. You need people to stop having kids. And die out. So you take out a cool million. With COVID. But then. Before then. Other than places where the infant mortality rate is high as fuck and the economic viability of these people is high as fuck so you have places like China, India uh, continents like Africa to where you have large swaths of people who are in situations to where they have to have a bunch of kids because the kid might die because of lack of healthcare, lack of food Lack of jobs for them to live and create anything, fucking the elements, diseases, all this other. I mean, I already said healthcare, and like animals and shit like that. If a dingo eats your baby, I hope you had another kid to replace yourself with. Not even replace the kid, but yourself. And so, what you do is, I've noticed this. And I'm speaking for the common man here, the the downtrodden, the dudes who are not seen as as viable dating options. What you see is. And they talk about women have a lot more dating options than ever. And it's a kick. And I think I talked about this before. It's like, say before, like 20 years ago, if you were a cute girl. You pretty much had your local area of dudes to get with. Now, if you lived in a big city, you know, a town of 100,000 or more, you're good to go. That's a lot of people to fucking choose from. But if you lived in fucking Baltimore, Ohio, you had to pick from the guys you went to school with unless you went off to college. Then you can, But you're still picking from a local area. Then fucking social media came through. And then smartphones came through. Because social media came after the fucking smartphone. came before the smartphone. You had MySpace. You had Friendster. You had Black Planet. You had, uh, even more so than chat rooms, you had Facebook. And then smartphones came around. And then you had dating apps. And then you had Instagram and Snapchat and Twitter. Now, if you're a girl with a popping Instagram or a popping Twitter... You now have a lot more dudes to choose from. So that guy who might be a 10 in your hometown, he might be tall, ripped, has abs, makes 50K a year, but you're popping now. There's a dude in Columbus that can now get to you. A dude in Cleveland, guy in New York, guy in Dubai, guy in London, guy in fucking Madrid. All these places, they now have a way to get to you if you're popping. And I'm not dogging on girls for this. So just like they say 80% of the women that are obviously heterosexual are chasing after the top 20% of men. I bet. But now that 20% of men that have the looks that you like and live the lifestyle that you like, they you now have access to them. And those dudes at the top, Know that they can only mate with the top 20% of women to like long term. So you have that going on. Or if those niggas decide to settle down at all because, like, bro, I'm fucking everything moving. Why would I commit to one girl? What? Wh- why would I stop this? That's their train of fucking thought. Where they're top 20% of Colombia, it do, it doesn't matter. Top 20% is top 20%. You're a top guy. or just give at that level. So now because you're a top guy at that level, you now have choice mating options. But the bottom 80% of those dudes don't have choice mating options. And the bottom 20% of those motherfuckers actually take out people who are mentally handicapped, uh, physically handicapped to the point to where they're not going to mate anyway. And you have yourself, uh, and you have yourself out of that 80%, 40% of those dudes, like, yeah, probably 60 to 70% of those dudes are actually viable. And then they just don't get ass. And with that, you have the government taking away the child tax credit. So having kids is even more expensive. Housing is more expensive in a lot of major cities where the best jobs are. And so now you have, yeah. And so for the irresponsible people who are just having kids out of wedlock, if you're that top dude, you can still have you can still have ten chicks at pregnant. All or you can you know knock that down, whichever. And if you wanted to control the population, you kind of fire up women's hypergamistic, hypergamous tendencies to where they want to date the guy with the best deal to them. And it could be in and, and all that's Like I said, it's arbitrary. A best a best deal to someone in fucking Atlanta may be different to the best deal to someone in L.A. or even someone in fucking Charlotte. All that's arbitrary. But what isn't arbitrary is the fact that... you're As a dude, like... Even before the pill came... These guys weren't going to have shots at women anyway. You have, like... Yeah, you, you make dating apps... Because dating apps is... Weirdly enough, I've always done decently in dating apps. But... the most people, like, most guys who use that shit, that are cleaning up, they're not gonna fucking stop. But you still have, like, you're not gonna stop women from being hypergamous. That's not feminism's fault. That's just female nature. And when I say female nature, it's amongst all females of all species who mate with males the the man who is biggest strongest or whatever the top guy is and if you're a top gorilla whatever you gotta do to be a top gorilla you're that you're gonna have the best mating strategy and the dudes don't the dudes don't like damn I guess I gotta you know Die alone or go kill uh another gorilla group. Another gorilla group's leader. That's always been we're now at our most animalistic right now. And women are gonna be like that, bro. you that, that that toothpaste is out of the fucking uh Is that a container? Yeah, two bases out. You're not putting that back in. That's how it goes. And everybody talks about the problem is like you have a bunch of unmarried men, uncoupled men, they're not great for society. They're like, "Bro, I get we want to maintain society." but we're animals at the end of the day we've rationalized ourselves into a society we agree that we're not just going to fucking kill everything that moves just because we want to fucking kill everything that moves and anything being from animal to person that's what we've done but if a girl sees a dude if a girl sees Brad Pitt You know, before he turned 60 Or if a chick looks at fucking Roman Reigns Or fucking Uh, Idris Elba Cristiano Ronaldo And goes, I want him Any dude that's not that It's a a visceral reaction And that's why I've always been been A proponent of, bro, be hot be as hot as you fucking can. That's why I'm back in the gym now. It's like, yo, not only just to play soccer and dominate, but, like, if you want to have a chance to make sure that taking your girl is difficult, obviously work on yourself as a human fucking being. But also, be hot. I remember, and I've talked about this to my homeboys, like, bro, about 10 years ago, when I got out of my depression about 2011, 2012, like, 2000 fucking 12 to fourteen, I was hot. I got told that a lot, plenty of times. I was like, "Oh shit, I'm hot now," because it's very—it's a in, in a in a way—it's not a, a conversation ender, but if a girl likes looking at you, you do something to her viscerally to where she has a reaction. And this is—I'm speaking from experience—where there's just something that she's like. I need that You're gonna fucking win You're gonna fucking win And I don't know And not every dude can do that Not every dude can just You know Get hot And get rich And Fuck bad bitches Not every guy can do that You can still put numbers up, but it's like, bro, it is. Everybody's wanting to get on women about their choices. Like, their choices are going to be their choices forever, bro. What they think is cute is not fucking changing just because society's like, hey, give men a break. Nah, you're going to have a lot of girls dating either older guys or just sharing. And being fucking cool with it because they want to be with a guy with high stat. I hate the phrase high-value man, high-value woman. Fuck off with that bullshit, dude. Not to the people, but just the overall term of it. Like, bro, value is arbitrary. We did this dance. But if you're able to make yourself... The girl that you desire, something that she viscerally does desire back, it, it's it's a fucking W, dude. You can't socialize women into being attracted to something that they're not attracted to or desire. If a girl's like, I want a dude that makes $100,000 a year, if a dude's living that $100,000 a year and he can fucking swing that, even if he doesn't, if he can convince her that he makes that much, then nigga, hey, run with it. They're always going to be into that. But even the dudes who who leave with money and everything else, if she just it, there's just something about, obviously, Dudes that play superheroes and superhero movies, there's something that they visually do. Like, if you watch Thor, the first Thor. Yes, they're acting, but it's like, oh, shit, this nigga's 6'3", and he looks like this? Shit. Like, yeah, man, that's gonna, he's gonna, Chris Hemsworth's gonna get that reaction a lot. He is gonna get that action, like, he's gonna get that reaction a lot. And there's not much you can fucking do about it. <clears throat> Unless you're you're built like him and has this. Because that's the thing, too. When a motherfucker is what your girl likes and he has enough money to provide anything she wants, you lost her. But we have a really good relationship. Nigga, you lost her. You better hope he is a total piece of shit or you're fucked. So it's just like well how can we help these boys dude not everybody's gonna survive this but it, I think it is a good thing like I said we need to fucking legalize prostitution because you don't want a bunch of lonely backed up angry dudes running around with the, with the ability to get as many guns as they fucking can fit in their fucking car And not every one of these dudes are, like, are living in their mom's basement. No, it's like, bro, what? No. They're probably good dudes who probably would treat a girl really right, but it's like they'll never have a fucking shot. Because even the lower level, even the girls that are fives and sixes, if they're getting cracked out by a couple dudes that are in the, that are quote-unquote high value, my brother in Christ, like, they're gonna feel like that's their level. And you're never gonna convince a woman that that's not her level. Like, cause the dudes fucking her aren't gonna be like, no, that's your, no, we're just fucking you. Because then that kills the whole fucking vibe of trying to get the cakes. If you're just going like, if you're just being a a fucking hater, yeah, but then you don't want what the fuck? These niggas can't park. This is why I hate black people sometimes. Anyway. I don't hate black people. Actually, I'm not even going to lie. Sometimes I hate niggas. But anyway. It's, it's going to be weird. If you're getting the girls like, oh, man, I found out that these hot guys are only banging me because I'm an easy lay. Hey, you're not the only one. Like they're banging girls that are hotter than you, as because because they have that ability, and so I think what it is is, and I've said this probably on this episode, I don't know, but it's like women's backlash, women's um, disdain for sexual, like the sexual marketplace as it is now in the dating landscape, is that they can't find one of these top guys to settle down with them, and they feel they deserve that. Well, I make X amount of money or I'm this level of attractiveness why am I not like why can't these guys like why can't I find a way to get these guys to settle down and be with me why am I having to share these dudes with these mud ducks because they're both getting good dick like like I'm fucking them and so is she I'm way hotter than her it's like yeah you are But I'm fucking you both. Literally feels all the same in the dark. Some vaginas may, you know, feel a little bit better depending on how you're fucking them. But it's like, these niggas don't truly realize. Not niggas, these women don't truly realize, like, it is they created this they're like well, I'm because I can have sex with whoever and I'm gonna go after these top dudes I'm gonna go after these top dudes and that's it like alright cool bet but now that all these dudes know that you're not going after guys that are aren't as rich as them or aren't as good looking as them they know that oh well you killed your negotiating power if you, were having, if you were willing to mate with these dudes who don't, I would be a nicer person. I'd be like, damn, I need this. So if girls are doing that, but you, they want to date a guy who either makes as much or makes more than them, is just as good looking or better looking than them, especially height comes into play, then that limits your negotiating power because you're like, I only want to play for... Now, if you're a free agent saying, I only want to play for the fucking Cleveland Cavaliers... The Chicago Bulls or the Milwaukee Bucks, everybody else know. Then the negotiating power for towards the Dallas Mavericks is just like or you tell somebody like, oh no, I want to leave this team. I'm willing to sit out to leave the Dallas Mavericks if I don't get a trade. So wherever the Dallas Mavericks are going, it's like, oh well, we we need this like, bro, he doesn't want to play for you. So you'll give you you you'll get what we give you and you'll be fucking happy. And that's where you fucking find ourselves. You have a lot of people, like some people with great negotiating power, and it just happens to be the dudes at this point. Because even with hot chicks, like, if a hot dude comes around or a dude with money comes around, everything else that she's talking about goes out the fucking window. And that's how I'd be. I'll be back.